Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Saturday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show this morning. is Jace. Our sponsors today, the Belleville Meat Market, CCH Star Tournament, Boyd's One Stop, and Mainstream Marketing. All right, looking at weather. Down on the island this morning, it's 82 down in Galveston. Feels like 92, they're saying. But anyway, today, sun and clouds mix near record high temperatures again. High of 88, south-southwest winds at 10 to 20. And then for tonight, partly cloudy, low of 81, south-southwest at 10 to 20. And then for tomorrow, a few passing clouds, otherwise generally sunny and hot. High of 88, winds south-southwest at 15 to 25. These temperatures are right down on the coast as you move inland. They're reaching the century marks for highs for the next few days. Quite warm in early June, but here we go. Looks like Father's Day weekend is going to be kind of hot, so if you've got any cooking to do tomorrow, do it early. I would recommend anyway. Looking at tides for today, these are Galveston Channel tide predictions. We're still on two tides a day right now. We have a high at 6:45 a.m. It's a 1.6. Then we have a low at 10:31 p.m. A negative. 0.6, 6.20 a.m. sunrise, 8.21 p.m. sunset, and our moon phase, 2%. New moon tomorrow night, 0% visibility. All right, looking at current conditions right now. Offshore, they're showing a south-southwest wind at 16, gusting to 20. And barometric pressure is hanging in there around 29.79 inches and steady. Air temperature, 83. Water temperature, 83. Galveston Channel. It's 88-degree water, 88. All right, man, that's, I had to look at it again, but that's quite warm. 83-degree air temperature, southwest winds 8 to 15. Eagle Point, it is 82 degrees with 86-degree water, west at 6 to 11. And at Morgan's Point, it's 81 degrees with 84-degree water, south-southwest, 3 to 6. So it's a little calmer up north, but... uh closer you get to the coast the higher the winds blowing bigger the wind speed but that's where we're at no big deal it's a summer pattern we're in right here so let's go over to sabine lake and check in with bill and see how his summer pattern's working out for him bill good morning what's up man hey buddy what you doing <laughs> oh just 
Going through the motions, brother. It's early today. I didn't want to get up this morning. Man, that alarm went off, and I said, man, really? Already? (laughs) I had the same issues. I got to go down to the coast and get to work. So, you know, no guts, no glory. True. I'm sitting here at the gas station pumping gas. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I can find some fish today. How much gas you burn on an average day just in your boat? Well, let's see. Uh, about about the average of uh, 12 gallons. Yeah, well, that's not bad. Sometimes more, sometimes less. Uh, there's days, a few days in there that I don't burn but five gallons. Goodness. But, uh, yeah, I get, it, everything gets locked into a certain pattern and, Right. I don't have to run that far. But then my average, I think, would be somewhere between 10 to 12 gallons a day. Well, that's not bad. No, but I don't have to cross Trinity Bay or, <laughs> you know, usually I don't. I don't Run up leave. and down the ship channel and. and uh... I don't need to. Yeah, I, that's all of that. If you If you run from East Bay all the way to Upper Trinity. Or to Galveston Bay down at the jetties, that's a long trip. Yeah. You know, but I, I normally don't leave the south end of Sabine Lake and go all the way to to the Natchez River or the Sabine River mm-hmm. and back. And I, I try not to do that. I try to plan my day and launch where I'm going to fish. And that's really, that's the only way you can make it. <laughs> Yeah. You can't be burning, you know, burning $30 worth of, or 30, 35 or $40 worth of boat case every minute. You just can't do that and, uh, and expect to survive. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's tough. Well, I used to burn a lot but, more fuel when, when we had more fish because I was able to just make loops and find schools of fish and fish, you know, 10, 12, 15 schools a day and then go on in. And uh, That's now right. it's pretty much your fish are in one place and you better go there and stay there and fish in that area or you're, you know, you're not going to find anything. Plus, you're going to burn a lot of fuel <laughs> for nothing. Yeah, I don't mind burning uh, the fuel if true. I can, can move around and catch something everywhere I go. Yeah, we used to we used to plan we used to plan on where we might find fish that were new and try to go to those and not just be beating up the same areas all the time. I know. That's uh, that's the that's when I love fishing the <laughs> most is when I pull out of the dock and just uh my old guys go, Where are we going this morning? I said, I really don't know, we're gonna go look. And you can just ride around and just fish <laughs> random schools all over the place. Slicks popping, mud boils, birds. I yes. mean, you know, it was just happening. You just go with the I flow, tried. just uh, follow the fish. <clears throat> but I tell you what, it uh, when fishing got tough, that's when it turned me into a way better fisherman. I got, I had to start thinking about where fish would be that were off of all places. You know, like trying to find some salt water that was backed up in a marsh somewhere. 
and uh, and I learned. Then I started learning how to fish deeper. Well, and with the pressure we have and the fewer fish these days, it's uh, the the best places you find fish are places you've never fished before that's off the beaten path that nobody fishes or hits, and it's usually got fish, you know, that kind of deal. I've seen that a lot the last couple of years. That's true. That has happened. And, uh, yeah, you just can't go out and go, okay, I'm going to go ride the lake and see if I can find some schools. Yeah. I'm going to start off over here on a deep, steep shoreline mm-hmm. and fish that, and then I'm going to ride around out there after the sun gets up pretty good. I'm going to go look for some birds working or yeah. slicks popping or, like you say, mud balls, stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, you'd always be able to find something. But you can ride some empty water right now. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> it's, it's not like it. It's not like there's a vast number of fish everywhere in the system, and uh, it, it's uh, it's just different. Uh, but along with uh, along with having to look like that and hunt fish, I've got better at it, mm-hmm. and that's that's the key. You know, when conditions start changing, you got to be able to change with it. You can't just go sit on the same old hole and hope that things turn out. Especially the fishing pressure we have now. There's a lot of good anglers out there. And you got to stay ahead of them, which makes it kind of difficult. Yes. But that's, uh, that's the game. you got to play it. You got to deal it like you see it. Well, well. So, what do you think? What do you think uh, is going to happen with the net weather next week? Are we going to get some change in that southwesterly flow? Or man, it's not looking like it. Uh, I was kind of looking at that earlier, the extended forecast, and it's not. They uh, say there's uh, cooler temperatures on the way. We're going to go from. Well, this is the Houston forecast. We're going to go from century numbers, you know, 100 this weekend and Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to 98, 97, 98, 99. I mean, it it just looks like all the way through next weekend, I mean, we're going to be close to 100 every day. God. <laughs> they are showing a wind switch around next Wednesday or Thursday, you know, with a little east in it go from south to northeast on Wednesday must be some kind of little weird front line coming in and uh, and then on Thursday they call it not as hot 78 for a low and 98 for a high not as hot when you get up that high what's two degrees it's really (laughs) really nothing I'm seeing more of these uh, memes out on social media I'm in a new relationship with an air conditioner (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's right but it is it's uh in the last week it has really got hot it's uh it's summertime yeah and for whatever and reason all it just feels hotter in the mornings to me than it does in the evenings it does it does well i'm sitting here in a truck it's 79 in in downtown vider right uh, that's that's ridiculous you know we used to talk about when summertime come, it would be 80 by 8 o'clock. 
Boy, yeah. shoot, it's going to blow right by that. Well, <laughs> my truck tomorrow this morning was uh, 84 coming into the studio. <laughs> but I'm south of I-10. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. But it's uh, it's here. We're going to deal with it. Uh, trout seem to like hot weather. They'll bite. Yeah, they they don't mind it. They it's, just uh, go a little deeper early, you know. They they might be up uh, shallow early, but they're they're gonna go down. You can figure on that. They'll start going down to six to eight foot, in some cases even twelve. Yeah, and these water temperatures will stay you know, <laughs> up like they are, and then then we get into our you know, like mid-July to through August patterns and the fish get whatever bay you're fishing, they're going to get in the deepest water they can. Yeah. They're going to get under that and get on That's that right. cool bottom where the cool currents are. That's exactly what they'll do. And uh, if it's six foot, the deepest area out in the open bay, that's where they'll go. They'll go lay in the mud. They'll put their belly right down there. You know, it's funny how uh, a lot of your winter spots turn out to be good in the heat of the summer for the same reasons, you know. Too much heat, they go deeper and get over that mud where it's cooler. Just like in the winter, they go to those uh, deeper mud spots because it's warmer. It holds the heat better. Yeah. so don't and give up times, on the winter holes. Uh, you know, you get in a slump in no, the summer. No, Go try it, the areas you do good in like December and January. And a lot of times you'll want to slow your presentation down in the summer when they're down deep like that. Yep. Of course, you have to slow it down a little bit to get it down there in the first place. True. But uh, then as you, as you work it along, you just got to let the fish tell you what they want. Exactly. Let them talk to you. You start, you start dragging it real slow and floating it and dead sticking it, and that's where you get bites. And then all of a sudden, you find some that are so active that you can just rip it and pop it and rip it and pop it, and they'll hit it better like that. I find that on the jetties a lot. Yeah. You get out there and and you'll you'll be dead sticking all down that jetty catching fish, and then all of a sudden. You'll go to reel in one time and get it back out, and that's when you get a hit. And that keys me to tell me I need to rip it and pop it. And a little experimentation there, and all of a sudden, you get loaded up with fish. They start, that triggers that strike reflex that they have. And, uh, hey, I just, uh, I just love speckled trout. They're a case study to me. Yeah, they are. You, <laughs> all the and you know, you can... You get on them when they're just real lethargic and everything, and you catch two or three, and you'll you'll fire the whole school off, the whole the whole pod. They'll oh. all start biting at one time. You can turn them That's on. That's exactly right. Let yep. me knock this break out, Bill. Hold that thought. I'll be right back, buddy. Well, you know, folks, the Belleville Meat Market, what a great place to shop. They're located in downtown Belleville. They're a short drive from Sealy off I-10 or Hempstead off 290. This week, they're double featuring green onion pecan smoked sausage and three cheeses pecan smoked sausage you can try it before you buy it free samples are always available and on special 
prepackaged hickory smoked bacon, regular or peppered, in one-pound packs for just $2.99 each. Now serving homemade hot dogs and pulled pork in their barbecue section and custom processing on pigs and calves all year long. So you can order a half-calf or a hind-quarter. You can have it processed any way you like. And in their wild game processing, they're making Vinny dogs and hog dogs. That's homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. So you can bring something home from your hunt the entire family can enjoy all year long. The Belleville celebrating 41 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show 419 here in the Bayou City on a Saturday morning. All right, let's go back to Bill Watkins. All right, Bill, what are you going to do for Father's Day tomorrow? Well, they're kind of throwing, family's throwing me a kind of a little party. Oh, that's Which, cool. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Usually Father's Day at my place just passes by and I get a couple of cards stuff like that but uh they uh my wife and my son organized a a party and i think uh several of the kids will be there well cool that'll be awesome so we never get them all there at once (laughs) too many of them nah it's hard kids too many grandkids yeah so it uh it yeah that's great though I, i like it the older i get the more i enjoy stuff like that well, I'm going to probably just uh, hang out at the crib and watch some U.S. Open and just go with the flow, whatever shows up, just deal with it. Ain't nothing wrong with, with that. It, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get, get ready to know, fish I, in I a rarely, hot week. I rarely ever have time to just sit down with a cup of coffee and watch TV for a couple of hours. That's, that's just something I have 
difficulty finding time to do. Well, I make time to watch the Astros, and one night I'm very pleased, the next night I'm disappointed. That's what I like about baseball. It's up and down. Yeah, you can't plan on anything with baseball. That's true. No, no, it's just – plus my wife enjoys baseball, so that gives us something in common to do around the house. Yeah. She's getting pretty good at it. She knows just about all the batting averages, every player. And she's getting where she's calling the shots. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. That's that's when it kind of keeps you on your toes. Sure. When your wife begins to know more about it than you do. <laughs> oh, she was getting well, mad be last surprised night. How many are. Do what, Bill? I said, you'd be surprised how many baseball wives there are out there. A bunch of them. Oh, yeah. I know several. They, uh, they're they into it even more than their husbands are. And, uh, that, I find that really neat. It's not just limited to a guy thing. No. Well, at least old Trout, man, they can throw you a curveball or a changeup every now and then. You got, oh, got to shoot. roll with that too. They do regularly, but I guess that's what separates the men from the boys. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and step out and say that because consistency <laughs> is the key, and experience is hard to be. It is, and like we've always said. If you're just a uh, go to the same three or four holes every day and put your hopomatics out on a cork, well, great. Some people love that kind of fishing. But what do you do if that don't work? Right. That's that's. As to me, there ain't nothing more boring than hooking on live shrimp. Because everything in the world out there loves them. I mean, Cajuns and rednecks, everybody in the world loves shrimp. Well, and you got all the little hard heads. You got to weed through all the junk, man. I mean, every everything and everybody loves shrimp. (laughs) If you if you're a six year old and you want a lot of action, you know, catching baby croakers and this and that, well, great. That's uh, that's. That's fun for the kids, but and I know sometimes if you got live shrimp, you'll get on a, a black drum bite or a sheephead bite, right? And all of that good stuff. That's all cool, you know. If that's what you want to do, that's great. Uh, I every once in a while during a December, I'll I'll fish for black drum just for fun, you mm-hmm. know. They're not bad eating at all. They're as good as a redfish. I think they're better. Just not, they don't have all that blood. I in do them. too. I do too. <laughs> uh, I do too. I agree completely. Uh, and I've eaten an awful lot of them, but I don't get much call for God's Drum service trips. to go catch black truck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I, I mean, you know, I just uh, I'm keying on what gets me paid. It's really fun to go take a Carolina rig and some dead shrimp and go get on a drum hole where you've got some, you know, 16 to 22 inch drum 
Sure. That's a blast. They're fun to catch. Just, uh, you know, they fight like crazy. Well, and a I, drum, I enjoy uh, that. you know, that's basically what a trout is. It's in the drum family. You know, croaker, yeah. redfish, black drum, and uh, speckled trout, they're pretty much uh, all cousins. Yeah, Cousins. Cousins. <laughs> Cousin, what do they say in Louisiana? Well, are you seeing yeah, many, a... many predatorial fish over there? Are you getting a lot of uh, dolphin action and uh, sharks and all that? Are you seeing a lot of that stuff? Well, in the ship channel down at Sabine Pass, we have a constant, uh, constant number of dolphin. Right. Um, but they're not, they're not as tame as they are in some places where they'll just come up and and attack your fish as you're bringing them in. Right. But you can see you can see on those two and three pound trout where the porpoises will catch them and bruise them, and then turn them. Yeah, they'll them leave loose. those scrapes on them, you know, from their teeth. Yeah. Yeah. They're just you see that a lot this time of year in summer months, a lot. The trout are bunched up and they'll they'll get in there and play with them, and I've even seen them play frisbee with a flounder. Right. You know, you get a bed of clown and move into the fall, and here comes those porpoises, and they'll stick their head out of the water, three or four of them, and they'll, they'll actually play frisbee with flounder. Just sail them over like a frisbee, and then one will catch them, and the next one will catch them. They're just like they're playing catch. Mm -hmm. It's the most amazing thing you'll ever see out there. It, it never ceases to amaze me, and they can catch a flounder so quick. It's uh, it's not a not a problem for them to grab them and and throw them and actually catch them in the air, right? And then throw it to the next one. Yeah, it's like three way or four way pitch. Sea World. <laughs> yeah, Sea World. Yeah, pretty amazing stuff. You never know what you're gonna see out there. No, but you there, don't. There's the porpoises are always flipping ahead of the uh, the boats, the ships that come by. They're always spinning and arcing out of the water and doing all the stuff that they do just for fun. You know, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of real reason for them. little baby babies with the mamas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do that too. So we've got a healthy population of those, but they don't usually eat our fish while we're bringing them in. That's the sharks. Yeah. And, uh, Right now, there's there's just a few in the channel that actually are attacking fish, but you never know when that's coming. No, you don't. <laughs> you least expect They it. show up. Yeah, and there are plenty of them on the jetty. And jackfish are up in the channel, too. You know, And they'll catch your fish. They'll come right up behind a good trout and bite him half in two. They're just... Grab him, shake your head, and that's it. <laughs> them trout are so soft, they just cut them in two. That's always frustrating. You pull half a fish in, blood goes all over the deck. You know, it makes a big mess. Plus, you lost your fish. Lost your fish, and that, uh, that just shows you how tough and uh, strong that uh, air bladder is in trout. They'll bite a they'll bite a trout off right behind the head, and the only thing left under the head is the air bladder. 
Have you noticed that? That's right. Yeah, it's usually in tough tag. stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It really is. You just, you know, when you're filleting them, you, you've got to cut under that or get it out of the way one way or the other. Right. It just balls up on your knife. Uh, I always go in at the vent and go to the backbone and then cut under it. Um, a lot of people split the vent and then pull the bladder out and uh, then go at it that way. Yeah, I cut in at the anus right there by the uh, anal fin. I'll just cut right there by the anal hole and uh, go to the backbone and just come straight up to the gills. And then all that, uh, all the guts and the air bladder and all of it stays in one piece with the rib cages, and then I'll just fillet it off and got two fillets, and I don't have to go back and cut the rib cages out. That's right. That, that's the way I do it. Yeah. It makes it a lot easier. It's faster. You remove you remove that step of having to split the, the belly and then pull the bladder out. You do all that in one stroke. That's it. And that, that's the best way, yeah. And customers go, man, you're wasting meat. meat. I said, man, I'm not wasting meat. All that chunk right there, that belly chunk, that's what we cut out afterwards. And then you'll have to, well, I don't have to do any more. Back in the day when I killed a lot of fish, I would uh, have to show them, you know, that, hey, I'm not wasting anything. It's just a faster, cleaner process. You know, get all that juice and guts all over your fillets and everything else. Well, there's there's very little meat on a trout belly. <clears throat> there's just not much to it. Yeah, it's not meat I'd want to eat anyway. No, if you if you're doing starvation shots, well, you know you might want to <laughs> you might want to cook the head and everything, make a stew. <laughs> I know a lot of folks do that and they really like it, but uh, right. That's I don't have time to stand out in the hot sun and whittle every little tiny piece off the fish. You got to get it done. So this time of year, you don't have time to to whittle on them. You got to get it, get it efficient, and get it done. Get everybody out of the heat because yeah, you're out icing, there. You icing know. fish properly this time of year is a good thing too. You know, got to have plenty of ice. Don't let them get hot. They're just not the same when they get hot. That's right, and. If you've got, you know, if you're not using cold tap water from somewhere, I've got a water tank in the back of my truck, pressurized water tank, and uh, that water will get warm this time of year. So I'll just put a half a bag of ice in that water right? and uh, chill that water down, and you're going to get a good product when you do that. You don't let that fish go through a heat. Even, even for 10 minutes, it's going to alter the flavor just a little bit yes so keep them cold and when you get them flayed and then the ziploc bags get them on ice quickly don't just stand around with the bags laying on the tailgate of the truck or wherever uh, in the hot sun because it will change the flavor of those fish in just it will they break down you know they uh decomposition sets in real quick in this hot weather yep. I used to, when it was real hot like this, when I used to kill fish like crazy and clean them by the hundreds back in the day, we'd take five-gallon buckets, and we'd have uh, slush ice in there, put a bag of ice in there with water, 
And as you fillet them, just yep. throw the fillets in there and let them soak while you're cleaning your fish. That's just right. pull them out That's of there and bag them it. up, and you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, we always did that. That's uh, learned that early on, way back there. Yeah. Take care of your catch. It's just like, you know, killing a deer. Don't let it sit out there with the guts in it and 80-degree weather. <laughs> Drink a case yeah, of right beer before you the hood of your truck. Him out. <laughs> yeah. Hang Go show everybody. Clean it now. Sooner the better. Yeah, that's right. All right, Bill. Well, I got to run, my friend. If somebody wants to call you about coming over to Sabine and hooking up with you, how, how do they get a hold of you, man? 409-673-9211. Or fishsabinelake.com. Yes, sir. Well, Bill, have a good Father's Day. Enjoy yourself and uh, catch them up today, man. Put the slam right. on them. Will do. Thank you. All right, buddy. Be careful. See ya. Bill Watkins over at Sabine Lake. And, you know, the 34th annual CCA Texas Star Tournament, that's currently going on. That started Memorial Day weekend. It's going to run all the way through Labor Day. And it's all brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, and Academy Sports and Outdoors. You can sign up today and take advantage of over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships for inshore and offshore divisions. 120 tagged redfish are swimming around in inshore waters all up and down the Texas coast, and you have other species to fish for uh, inshore like gaff top, drum, and sheephead, and offshore fish for great prizes when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. Go to startournament.org for rules, entry, and prize information. And the CCA Star Tournament is brought to you by other great sponsors like Mercury Marine, Shiner Bach, Hall Power Polaris, Texas Fish and Game Magazine, ABC 13, Cryptek, and Coastline Trailers, to name a few. Go to startournament.org, call 713-626-4222, and get signed up today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It's 437. Let's run up to Lake Conroe now. Let's check in with the fish dude this morning. Richard, what's up, bud? A temperature. It's yes, hot. sir. Hey, where'd you go? Hey, I'm here. Okay. Okay, I lost you there for a second. Yeah, but it's uh, it's hot as a firecracker up here. I guarantee you. Good night. At least there's a little bit of wind. That's the main thing. As long as that wind's blowing, we're in good shape. <laughs> but other, and them dang old 
Dang old hybrids are still doing pretty good. They moved on me a little bit the other day, so it took me a little while to get back on them. But dang it, we we got on there and, and got us a pretty pretty good limit. Had a whole bunch of them little rascals again. So yeah, that's well, the that's, thing. What, yeah, when I'm right. finding them, I'm part finding a mixed bag. Yeah, that's all part of it. I'm, I'm just glad to see that mixed bag in there. I mean, when you get you know you get that that population where you got the 12 inches and the 16 inches and the 20 inches and stuff like that. That tells you that tells you everything's doing just great. So, and there's still plenty of shad too. So, that's one of the things that you got to pay attention to when them, especially when the hybrids and whites get real thick, because that's all they do sit there and eat them shad up. So, and it's catching a few white bass here and there too, mixed in with it. But that's uh, yeah, it is what it is. I like I like it no matter what. And then them catfish, I mean, good night. They just we spent 30 minutes on another thing. I got 17 of them, so it wasn't too bad. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's just, that's including setting up. So, get, you know, I got to change everything out whenever I do that because I use all different tackle catfishing than I do uh, hybrid fishing. You know, hybrid fishing, I'm using a bait caster and I put 17 pound test on with a Carolina rig, basically with a two ounce weight swivel. And I try to put about a three foot leader on there. Some shad got more room to swim around in a big circle down there. And it's uh, that way because I, when I put them shad on, I nose hook them. You know, a lot of people try to say, well, you hook them through the eyes. No, shad can't hardly do that with. But hook them through the nose and they'll stay alive. And then some people, well, hook them through the back. Well, you hook them through the back, you're dragging them backwards if you're moving. Yeah. So it'll kill them. You can't do it. So got to go. Got to nose hook them. And I've actually, at, you know, with the bigger ones, I've actually thought about bridling them with a, with a rubber band, you know, run it through there and, and pop it up so they got uh the fish has more access to the hook yeah so yeah but that's only when i'm using the big ones so as yeah, just oh, oh well whatever <laughs> but the thing is i'm taking enough swim baits out there too the other day we actually ran out of bait and i'm going dang it I, so i grabbed a bunch of them them uh swim baits that what are they they're called die dappers bat, uh, bass assassin yeah got them. the old die dapper I, yeah i'll put that thing on a on a little jig head with it and hung it down there underneath that two ounce weight right so because what i do is i always control my depth you know i'm always looking at the on my depth finder what depth the fish are in and a lot of times this time of year especially with the thermal line it's going to be above 20 feet so it may be right at 20 feet deep where they're at or it may be 15 or 10 so i drop it down there and we caught a few of them doing that so it wasn't it wasn't too shabby you know take that thing and hang it over the side just like you got a shad on the end just kind of get going with it, and and they came in and hit them. So, ain't nothing wrong with that. Heck nothing no. wrong with that. So you no, can do it any way you want to do it. Ain't no doubt. And then, and dang do, uh, if you want to chunk rattle traps at them, you can, but you got to get them deep. And that's the biggest part about it. You got to get them deeper to get away from them little fish, because those little fish are, you know, they're all over the place, and they get up in that upper part of the water column and hang around up there, and they. You, you know, like I say, you got to get a bait through them. That's one thing that years ago I used to do. I'd see them when I'd see schooling hybrids on top, which doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's kind of fun to do. Right. I used to like, used to take them traps and throw them at them, and uh, every time it'd be little fish. And I take a, take like a spoon instead, or or even a swim bait like that. Dive yeah, something you can sink put, real fast and get under them. Right. Get that sucker down there under them, and you, then you start catching the big ones. But it's, and it's, it's funny how it works. You know, you always got those 
those bigger fish hanging below while those little guys are up there knocking them shad and stunning those shad and it's they're not eating them all but they're falling down towards the bottom and those bigger ones just sit there and scoop them up sitting there cleaning they up the scraps man <laughs> that's what they do i'll tell you what it's crazy it's like you know growing up over there at that trinity river used to if you you knew you were sitting in a good catfish hole over there if you had gar coming up around you if them gar were coming up on top snapping then you you got downstream of where those gar were and they because they snapping them baits in half we see that a lot with trout right now wherever uh you see some gar in the area there's trout nearby they're always close to those schools of trout that's that's crazy how that works but they're they're going for the easy meal you know sure gar don't get them they don't get them all. They chop them in half and stuff like that. And, and the mother fish just come in there and pick them up. You know, I didn't know trout did that as much, but I guarantee you them dang catfish on that Trinity River. That's that's how you find you a good catfish hole. Get just downstream of the downstream of where them gar are snapping, and you you catch a whole fistful of big catfish. Mm. So, but I don't know. It's I just wish it'd cool down just a touch. Last night well, it's not. I got some bad news for you. We got another, I know. another week of this mess. I know. That's crazy. See, like, well, we may have that. a whole summer of it. It is summertime. It may just be, you know, they were kind of calling for a milder summer than normal, but uh, I think they missed that one, too. I, I think they did. I think they missed it a little bit. Unless they're talking about end of July and then we start getting gold fronts in July. I doubt that. I doubt that. It, <laughs> I was like yesterday afternoon. I was sitting there watching the dang storm was up up north around College Station and stuff. Oh man, that was, did you see? I've got uh, friend and fa- friends and family up uh, around Mineola and uh, Hawkins and Big Sandy and all up through there, and they're going to be without power for almost a week now. Oh my storms goodness! Last night or night before I, last. I saw them rolling through last night up Did in that area. you see that panhandle? It wiped a town completely off the map, killed three people, and injured over 100 or whatever. Oh, my goodness. I didn't see that one. I didn't see and that one. That was one all the weather. It went through there and then kind of moved down towards was, well, when I went off air yesterday morning, it was all heading towards uh, Sam Rayburn. Oh, Crazy. my goodness. Well, you know, I heard somebody talking about Sam Rayburn. The wind got up stuff over there, and it got pretty bad. So, yeah. Yeah, I heard. I, I was sitting there watching some of that. Like I say, it just kind of surprised me that it didn't even move down this way a little bit. I figured it'd move down just a touch and maybe cool us off, but that ain't going to happen. But no, I tell you what, those those storms are pretty intense here lately. Every dang one They of, have been, hadn't they? Boy, and all the lightning in them. My I goodness, know. there's been a lot of lightning. Yeah, there actually has. I mean, that's, that's one of the things, you know, I look at first is whenever I think there's a storm around, I got a little lightning app I look at, and it tells me where all the lightning strikes are at. And I go looking at that thing, and you tell man, there, there's a lot of lightning strikes in every one of these little storms right now. I guess right. it's due to all this heat. I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of crazy how it's doing it, because like, like over in, in Lano and, and the Marble Falls area over there, a couple of weeks ago, man, they were getting hammered almost on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And then it just, just kind of backed down. So, you know, that's that's odd for that part of the country because they're kind of dry for the most part, you know. And but it's that's all right. That's Are all you right. fishing tomorrow on Father's Day? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Why not? What the heck? I mean, I that, that that's like well, that's like yesterday. I had first part of the week. I had the people I had scheduled for yesterday. They said, "Well, hey, we're, it's going to be too hot. We want to go ahead and cancel." I said, "That's fine, no problem." <laughs> and then 
I just got through texting this guy, and he, he's wondering what I had open. I said, man, I ain't got nothing till July. And he uh, then he, then I texted him back. I said, how these the people I had for Friday canceled? If you want to go Friday, oh yeah, we'll be there. Then they don't even show up. Rascals. Oh, that's all. I got to go bass fishing because that's what they want to do. They want to bass fish a little bit. So I just, just broke out the bass boat and run out there. I, I had a couple of really good bites on it on the eleven inch worm. So I just couldn't catch them. It just. I knew yeah. it was a good fish though, the way they were the way they were pulling on it. Cause mm-hmm. There's a big difference between a big fish and a little fish bite on whenever you're throwing them big worms. Because like I say, I'll throw that lemmings bass has some ribbon tail worm like crazy at this time of year. They love yeah. it. Usually it's a plum or tequila sunrise is what I'm throwing. Mm-hmm. And it's uh I'll take that rascal and chunk it out there and about right now, like I said, thermocline's building up in the lake, so all the fish are Less than they're going to be less than twenty feet deep because right. it's the thermal thermal changing a little bit, but it's mostly eighteen feet and and shallower. Yeah. So that's uh, you know, I started focusing on like the fourteen fifteen foot mm-hmm. depth range on some brush piles, and I had to, like I say I had a couple of nice bites, but I went in and tried some topwater stuff early, you know, frogging and and buzz baiting and stuff like that, and and I just got, I had one little blow up on a buzz bait, nothing want to touch my frog so and then the sun got on up a little bit and i said put on it let me go out here to this deep water go deep deep man yep gotta do it gotta do it all right richard well i gotta go bud if somebody wants to uh call you about coming up and fishing with you it sounds like you're going seven days a week how they get a hold of it and mickey anyone get in touch with me at 936-661-7920 you can find me on facebook just check out the fish dude's guide service you can email me at admin at fishdudetx.com or just check out the webpage, fishdudetx.com. All right, man. Have a good Father's Day, Richard. You be safe out there. Yes, sir. You all too. Okay, buddy. See you. All right. All right. That's the fish dude up on Lake Conroe. Now let's run down to Matagorda and check in with Captain Charlie Paradoski. Charlie P., what's up? Morning, Mickey. How are how you? How you doing, buddy? I'm fair to Midland. Yeah. Just still uh still hanging in there, still kicking. So <laughs> Oh god. That's about it. <laughs> and fighting this horrible b- uh, bite that we've got going on right now. Yeah, it's a little I mean, tough, just, ain't it? <laughs> well, it is it's not a little tough, it's tough. You know, I was lucky all week I was on redfish and you know, that old last in fact, there were no. tower boats running all over that yesterday. So, tower boats, but man, burning. I, do yeah. a little burning. Yeah, you got you got a big uh, a big tournament out of Port O'Connor today, and um, they're looking, they're yeah. looking. There ain't much to find though. That's the problem. Right. I mean, you're seeing people come in with one or two trout a day. That's right. it. I had two trout yesterday, and both of them had those marks on them, like y'all were talking about. Yeah, from the from the dolphins. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm not sure them damn uh, uh, gar aren't doing that too, because they're plentiful. You see gar everywhere you go. I've I've seen but, more gar this year, and man, I haven't ages. It's uh, that one gar per day limit is uh, it's paid off. There's a lot of gar. Yeah, 
let's try that on trout. See how that works out. Uh, nobody wants to do that. No, hell no. No, but uh, <clears throat> this wind is almost straight west here this morning. I'm looking at my screen know, now. Uh, Everything's swinging almost due west right now. Yeah. It was funny yesterday. Well, the past two days, you know, it's blowing when you get down here, and then it kind of calms down to 10 to 12 uh, for about four or five hours, and and the water gets okay, and, and then it uh, blows and messes everything up again. So, right. It's tough times right now, man. It really is. You know, yep. Slim you're lucky pickings. enough to get on some redfish. <laughs> yeah. If you're lucky enough to get on some redfish somewhere, they can save your day. But uh, I, I'm not I'm not seeing any good trout hauls. And, and I mean, you know, you got a lot of people fishing with croakers, too. And I, it, it's slow for them, too. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know. Well, it's just, I think we uh, were catching more fish. Last year at this time, we were catching more trout. So Yes, we were. Seems to deteriorate a little more each year. Yeah. Yeah, and we, and, and we also started catching more smaller trout. Mm-hmm. You know, I like Louisiana fish, 12-inch fish. Well, that's where yeah. we're headed if we don't watch out. Yeah, buddy. That's uh but we need a weather change. There ain't one in sight next week. We need an airdrop. A couple of million trout is that what it is? <laughs> need a big yeah. time. <laughs> Drop them in here. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And that water's hot, man. That it's hot. Just, it is. Lay that water's hot. Maybe we're going it's, into uh, our summer transition right now. Yeah. But if you noticed, all them yeah. white shrimp and big whites, they just disappeared, and now it's all little brownies. You know, we've had a <laughs> flip-flop. Yeah, I know. That's true. And that probably changed that things, true. too. Yeah. Well, you just uh, you got to go with the flow and, and keep hunting and uh, – and most of these people that we're taking right now want to get out and enjoy the day and keep them out till about noon till it gets too hot and you come in you do the best you can that's all yeah. you can do just uh be satisfied with what you got that's it that's life in a big city right now the big tour you know just an outing yeah and that's what it is Nice boat rides. You notice the hotter it yep. gets during the day, you see more boats running around. <laughs> In the mornings when it's cold, oh, yeah. everybody's fishing hard. And, but uh, as it gets hotter, there's a lot of movement. Turning that AC on. Yeah. <laughs> it, it seems like it's a better morning bite right now, too. You either, you're either on them to get a few fish or, or right. you're going to be running around and struggling, you know. So. True. Just a sign of the times right now, Mickey. And I know it's pretty much like that all up and down the coast. I don't see them boys uh, posting a lot down south right now. No, things have, uh, hey, it's changed up. 
slowed up. All you got to do is take a scroll through social media and just kind of thumb through, and you can tell what kind of bites going on. No dead fish yeah. picks. Yeah, it, uh, it's definitely tough right now. I think I've been at it eight days in a row, and now I've got several days off. And Man. Whew, I am glad of it. We're going to have the same thing next week. But it's looking like maybe toward the end of the week we're going to have some kind of change. And, uh, and yeah. uh, maybe it'll be for the best. Hopefully so. How's your uh, – yeah. are you growing tomatoes this year? Oh, God almighty. I went to uh, – I've only got – I only, only grow about eight plants, Mickey. And, I mean, they're, they're, they've been so full it's just unbelievable. Are they turning red yet and putting off? Yeah, they are. They finally are. For a long time, they wouldn't turn red. Now they're all turning red. Yeah, a buddy of mine, he's got, he's got millions of them, and I, even with this heat, they won't turn red. They're staying green for a long time this year. Yeah, they they were, but mine started turning red about a week and a half ago. Yeah. And uh, there's, there's so many of them now, they're all at the same time. You know how it goes, oh, they'll you all die come for good old one tomato. <laughs> Yeah, and you get tired of eating them, and then you can't get a good tomato. You definitely can't buy one at the grocery store. No, they, they don't even have no taste. taste. They have no taste. Yeah, ain't no taste. Uh, all true. right, buddy. Well, Charlie, I got to run. If somebody wants to call you about coming down to Matagorda, how do they get a hold of you? Call me on my cell phone, 713-725-2401. All right, Charlie P., Good talking to you, man, and uh, have you a good Father's Day. You too, Mickey. Take care. All right, buddy. Later. All right, it's time for our top of the hour break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 